Hello and welcome to Narratively Speaking, the podcast that explores the powerful effects of narrative control and the dangerous ways in which it is wielded by our news media, entertainment industries, and social institutions. As always, I'm your work in progress host, Harv, and in this episode, we're having a bit of a chat with Andrew Roberts, who's a talented Melbourne comedian, who I first met recording a doomed podcast project focused on comedy performance. Andrew was kind enough to volunteer for the very first episode, and both his act and his participation in the podcast were absolute comedy gold. Of course, then the COVID thing came along and Victoria lost its shit, and overnight the performing arts had essentially become illegal. To make matters worse, the lockdowns overlapped the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, so the acts that many of my new comedian friends had spent years writing and refining never got their day in the sun. It was honestly hard to witness all of that energy and creativity unnecessarily discarded. By then I was connected with Andrew on Facebook, and let's just say I noticed a very sharp turn in the tone of his posts. I watched as he participated in the early lockdown protests, and as I saw pictures of him being detained by police, I felt both guilty that I wasn't out there taking my licks and grateful to those who were bold enough to take a stand in what was bound to be a losing battle, at least in the short term. Now, 18 months down the track, and after a weekend where tens of thousands of people took to the streets to join the burgeoning anti-lockdown protests in both Sydney and Melbourne, I thought it might be a good chance to catch up with Andrew and ask him about the lockdowns, protests, and the importance of standing up to tyrannical government policies. And we actually managed to stay on those topics occasionally. Now, brace yourself. Not everything Andrew says is puppy dogs and rainbows, but it's a fascinating and hilarious conversation that I think you'll enjoy if you can listen with a bit of an open mind. Let's challenge the narrative together, shall we? Where do we want to start is the question, I suppose. Hitler was a good man. (laughs) All right. That should get the ball rolling. There we go. After everything I've suffered in 2020, all the my whole life, everybody who said Hitler was a bad person was evil has turned out to be a bad person and evil. And irony is definitely the weapon of the wicked. Irony is the weapon of the wicked. Indeed. Like if you watch all these, like the other day, Daniel Andrews called protesters evil. I'm like, that is irony. You're the evil cunt, you cunt. That's literal irony. That's not Alanis Morissette irony. That's like just saying the opposite of what's true. No, that's called Alanic. (laughs) Where it's not ironic, but you would think so if you were dozy Canadian bin. That's your irony. There it is. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I I don't know how we're going to relate Hitler being a good guy to the current dictator Dan situation. Because the but- people that Daniel, the people that Hitler was fighting against are the same people who are responsible for these lockdowns, the UN, sure. World Economic Forum, and all these hidden banking cunts. And let me say right now, I don't believe in racial purity. I have one word for people who believe in racial purity, Tasmania. Okay. <laughs> if you want to see racial purity, go to Tasmania and you'll see evidence why yeah. it's not like breed outside of your gene pool. Or maybe you could just look at the history of the elites of, of uh, the world. Tutankhamen. Yeah, and see their syphilitic brain rot and uh, in, inbred children and all that kind of stuff. You know, it doesn't have, work out well. Have yeah. sex with someone you love. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably worth mentioning we have been talking for like two and a half hours before we started this. So yeah. all the good stuff is already done, you know, so this is going to be a washout. But 
uh, we'll do our best, right? That's called a defeatist attitude. <laughs> no, we've saved our best stuff for now. That's, that's fucking what's oath. Yeah, yeah. You know, Hitler did nothing wrong. I actually stole that joke off uh, the the Reddit. The, right. the internet for the past 20 years has been the funniest fucking place there is. There was a Sprite. What's Sprite? Sprite the drink. Oh, uh, yeah. They I know start, what Sprite they, is. They then. started a competition yeah. uh, that they wanted a slogan written on the side of their Sprite drinks. And so Reddit, the Reddit subgroup started a campaign and, and they wanted uh, Hitler did nothing wrong. Written on, <laughs> on the side of sp- talk about right. t- yeah, talk, turning the corporate you know evil empire against itself. Yeah, it's always been a very like it's been a mystery to me mm. how everybody in this country who is a dog ends up having unfortunate accidents. In some cultures, they refer to that as karma. Yes, in Australia, it's referred to as an accident. Where's this guy? Oh, he's Missing. Well, I'll just write him off my Christmas card list, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, but karma is supposed to be uh, like a force of the universe, not someone deliberately taking revenge directly on someone who's done something to them, right? It's more of a do you know that things even out over time. Do you know the general. difference between the word revenge and avenge? Yeah, one's you know a Marvel movie. <laughs> But yeah, semantics. Yeah, is there a difference? I don't know. No, there's not. There's yeah. just different ways of looking at it. Yeah, it's like my uh, nana used to say: if someone hits you, hit them back, or as she put it, fight back, you pussy. <laughs> yeah, right. So, is there any like? I'm interested in this theory about Dan Andrews, but but I'm a you know evidence based person. He doesn't. So is, he, d- he doesn't deserve his name. I call him Dead Dog Dan, Dead which dog? has a Chinese you know kind of sounding ring to it. So. Yeah. I think that's what I'll call him from here on out. Oh, Dead Dick, Dog Dan. Dictator Dan isn't a bad name, though. It's all right. I thought of a good one the other day, but I forgot it. So I'm going to stick with Dead Dog Dan. Actually, Dictator probably gives him a bit too much credit, doesn't it? It's like like making out that he's important. I wouldn't. I don't. We like could that. call him Hobbelong. Yeah. <laughs> Is he walking with a limp? I haven't really seen him. I, watching him, watching him on news podcast, like news items now. It's like that scene in like American History X where. Um, not, Edward, the with, not the curb biting scene. No, no, where Edward Norton got fucked in the ass and he has to come oh. back in and like gingerly sit down. <laughs> it's like he's like, oh, I don't even know what these protests are about. You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. is that ass fucking, Dan? But is there dog? anyone who claims that they've done it or is there any uh, like evidence uh, to, to suggest that that was foul play or is it just it, no, it's a, a co- delightful thought? It's an Australian quote unquote coincidence yeah right okay well everybody in australia right now is scratching their heads yeah you know how could this happen to such a well-loved individual well he you know if you look on twitter he does appear to have some supporters in my opinion breaking daniel andrew's spine was like playing chess killing the king and not a single other no police got killed no citizens got killed we took out their king without touching another piece on the board which to me is like we're mar- like when it comes to violence, we have got it so dialed in, <laughs> we can kill your fucking leader. Yeah, but but what did it achieve? We're we're still back here. We're having more lockdowns. No, I, I his I, spine I, fucking healed for God's sake. Yeah, because people it's, like watching him twitch on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, oh, who are they protesting against? You can't. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's been some good moments, but there was also that moment. Remember, he was doing a press conference, and some woman was going up the stairs behind him, 
said, love your work, Dan, and whatever. And that was like a, a supportive moment for him. And it was like, you know, I just wanted to knock her down the stairs, to be honest, at that point. Yeah, you but, should. Um, the, he's got supporters as well, so I, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if we've beaten look, anything at Daniel all. Daniel yeah. Andrews is probably the most popular person on Vic, on Facebook in Victoria. Possibly. And I'm probably the least most popular person on Facebook at the moment. Are you on Facebook? I thought you were banned. <laughs> banned. <laughs> I've got two uh, two accounts banned at the moment for yeah. like, uh, you know, saying white power or whatever. I've been uh, I've been uh, hosting my own parties yeah. on Facebook. Like I've been. Having my own parties, like I get drunk on Facebook yeah. on a Saturday night, and then just start. Jeez, I just I just let it flow. That is, that is brave, man. I do the opposite of that. I I, I shut down and and change my password. So I I, th- I think I'm enjoying those parties more than Facebook is enjoying hosting those. parties. That's possible, but they they just ban you anyway, right? Like you got banned actually messaging no, me, didn't you? Well, the other I think day. The, I think they can only ban you if someone reports you. Right, and they've been. T- I promise I didn't report you though, and uh, it was just you and me, right? You, this brings up an important thing. I think only in Australia can you threaten to kill somebody and they invite you around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm into facing my fears, so I just thought, <laughs> oh well, if he really kills me, I guess you know, I don't have to think about suicide anymore. Yeah, at least it's good. Know, it's like, but it solves the problem. Did you ever see Idiot Box? Idiot Box. I, I know what it is. It's an Australian yeah, movie. I must have. And the 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 guy comes to the door. He's got a knife. He's like, "Fucking stay away from my sister!" And the guy's like, "Oh, this looks serious. You better come in." <laughs> he's yeah. like, Would you like a cup of tea? He's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "You want to do an armed robbery?" Oh yeah, it's all right. It's funny actually because when you um, when you first started posting anti lockdown stuff and whatever on on Facebook, I thought it was a bit. I honestly thought it was a bit that first post. And I think most people responded that way, right? Like I remember seeing other people like. I think I said something like I'll never wear a mask. No, 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 no. You said uh, anyone who wants me to wear a mask can get fucked or something. It was a lot more extreme than that. Or at least the post that I first noticed of yours was was like that. It was something, I can't remember exactly what the topic was, but it was like that. And most people were like, what are you, is this material for a new show? Or, you know, that kind of stuff. And I, I thought. It was too, but then I read the post and I was like, doesn't sound like a joke though. Like it sort of seems like he's serious. Mm. And that's when I thought, hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I follow this guy and see what well, he, I fucking, where it goes from. In here. 2020, I ended up fleeing to the bush. Yeah. And you were one of the only people who continued to talk to me. I think, yeah. I think it was you, Grant, Cater, and an Evan guy. Right, right. Evan, somebody? Oh, Rod Rodney. Yeah. Yeah, Rodders. Yeah. Oh, is that him? His surname's Evans, so yeah. I didn't fucking put two and two together. He's yeah, the, yo, same I, guy. I, so I had like fucking three friends. I had five. Yeah. There, there was David Boyle sent me a message on my birthday and I got a friend in America still and then I think it was you, Grant Cater, and Rod Evans. So is it fair to say a lot of people sort of abandoned you? When- I, I fucking – and it's the same thing that happened to me in uh, school. If you stand up to authority mm. – uh, you will get attacked by evil people and you will get judged by good people. They don't want to go anywhere near you. You're kind of, you're kind of on your own. But yeah. if you can show some strength, people will rally behind you. So that's I'm kind of like, I don't want to brag, but like Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's not going too far. Yeah, it's a Braveheart. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe. A- Adolf. You God? Know? God. God. The Almighty. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but it's uh, – it's hard to do. I haven't done it. Like I, I honestly on on Facebook, I 
I think people know I'm vaguely sort of conspiratorially minded and, and uh, anti-lockdown, but con- they wouldn't know. Conspiracy theorists is actually a archaic term now. They're actually yeah. referred to these days as correct. Yeah, well, uh, the problem is whenever a conspiracy theorist is proved correct, everybody else goes, yeah, but we knew that all along. Yeah, they're shit you cunts, know. aren't they? Uh, it's really frustrating. You, you, you never get your I told you so moment. You, you, you're always getting... Oh no! Well, well, that was always obvious, though. Yeah, they have no shame, do they? Yeah. Like it. Like I admit when I was wrong. I th- I do. I, I actually what, like admitting when I'm wrong. If you find out you're wrong about something, that's, that's impressive. It's actually useful because you yeah. can actually be right about it. <laughs> you can stop being wrong. It's good. Like it's uh, the only way to grow. Yeah. It used to be that used to be considered an adult. Yeah. Like where you could just admit, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I was fucking wrong. I was basing what I thought on the information I had at the time and now there's new information and I was fucking wrong. That's exactly right. And, you know, my my job is data analytics. So That sounds interesting. Let's talk about that. Well, just from the perspective. A lot that of pussy in that. The way I view the world. Yeah, oh, yeah, they just flock to you. As soon as you say data analytics, it's like, <laughs> get off my dick for a second. Let me rest. But it's from the perspective of when they come out with this COVID shit, I was like, well, there's data here. I can I can tell whether this is true or false. Yeah. So I can look at the media and I can evaluate what they're saying. I have the skills to do it, which I don't usually. Usually it's like, you know, if it's medical information or something like that, I'm sort of no one's going to believe what I say. But if it's data, I can say I'm, a, I'm an authority on this. Can you just listen for a second? And I thought that would get me by. And I remember I was on the toilet and I was uh, Googling. They were talking about the death rate of the virus. And I was Googling um, uh, data to, to work out what the death rate was most likely. And I decided that um, if you look at the Korea data at that time, because they had drive-through testing, so they were testing basically just random people, not sick people. In Korea? Yeah. You could actually get a much cleaner piece of data. Mm-hmm. And the other piece of data that was clean was the, the two cruise ships that had the outbreaks because you could see exactly, like everyone was infected, so you could see what the real death rate was. And I worked out it couldn't be higher than 0.6%. And it's turned out to be 0.3, 0.2, something like that, maybe even lower. And if you, you know, if you cut out the over 70s, it's just basically zero for everybody. So I thought, oh, God, you know, I mean, I'm an authority on this. I can post this on Facebook and everyone will believe me. And no one believed me. No one didn't gave me get, any credence at all. I even you get told them, shit on? Yeah, I got really badly shit on for for saying that the media was misreporting things. Because at one stage I thought you might have got a like a backlash because you didn't you did you did post something because I was in the fucking bush. I'm like I've got my yeah. I had my car like I'm in my car with my laptop plugged into the fucking um, cigarette lighter with the engine running because I was stalked. And yeah, there was a point where I think you were you posted some tech guy who was saying something anti-lockdowns and shit like that. And I think- Yeah, you got, Ivor like, Cummins. Yeah, he's like computer, like it, it's supposed to be a computer show, but he was talking about social Oh, uh, yeah, um, Computing Forever. Yeah. Dave Cullens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he had a real journey on this, a little bit like yours, but less sudden, where he just gradually realized it was all bullshit over time. There was a comedian called Craig Allen Campbell, who I really like, and he just lost, and I, I he actually inspired me. Right. Because I was like, I was a little bit tentative at first, and then Craig Allen Campbell just started ripping people apart. He's like, "Fuck you all! You're all dogs. You're all cunts. You're all scared. You're all cowards. Yeah. Fuck you!" Like, 
and like and at that point I was like, man, the stops have just come out. Like yeah. if you're not going to attack, then whatever happens to you happens to you. So I, I then I but then, it then doesn't I, work though, right? Well, it worked for me. I think I've I think I've all I think 2020 at the very least I managed to shake a lot of Melbourne comedians at least out of apathy. Like this whole thing about yeah, it, it's maybe. cool to not give a shit. Yeah. Like fuck you, man. Like people like in a tyranny artists should be first against the wall and if you're not i'm gonna fucking yell at you i think you're right i mean the the function of comedy is to stand up to establishment all I art think. they they but, hate but the it truth. hasn't always been like it's it doesn't always do that but the comedy that i like does yeah i love uh, lenny bruce i mean they yeah. harassed him he died of a heroin overdose on a toilet yeah. for your sins yeah right you know <laughs> show some fucking respect and also that i reckon he's the best comedian of the last century and I want to see comedians in Melbourne be better than him. Yeah. The student that does not exceed the master is poor. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's it, it, and I think I don't know. Do, uh, so, what feedback have you had from the other the other comics that you know? I lost in twenty twenty. I lost twenty five grand, all my family and all my friends, and the dog got poisoned. And you didn't lose your family. You still live with your mum, right? No, but she kicked me out. Like I, oh, really? I, I, I had to move back. I had to move back in recently. She kicked you out for your views on. It was just a shit fight because women are women are slave drivers. If you read the Willie Lynch, <laughs> right. if you read the Willie Lynch letters, the way you create slaves is you put women in charge. Yeah. Women aren't meant to be in charge. Okay, men are meant to be in charge. Like if you tell a woman what to do, she better fucking do it. You realize that the the elite believe in the the what's a, the the elevation of the feminine or something like the the the, well, the fact that women are taking over is, I, don't, I don't think it's that's a, how you make a slave like yeah. in in the willie lynch letters they're like if you want to create slaves take the alpha male uh qu- quarter and draw it like tie him tie his arms and legs to horses rip him apart because men are hierarchical so take the alpha rip him apart with horses make sure everybody fucking sees it yeah and uh, and then and then place women in positions of authority. So if if you're working for a woman, you're a fucking slave. And like most, I am too. Most workplaces are fucking like I would rather just work with dudes. You get more done. Women just they interfere with everything. This is why they ruined universe. Like in the past uh, century, women took over the workplace, the home, and fucking something else. I forget. Uh, but like. I don't know prostitution. So the work why. they took Think over and universities, the education system. Now you've got fucking education systems that make people more ignorant than when they came in. You've got a fucking divorce rate and broken homes that have been like un- unbelievable. And most workplaces, like look now, we, our economy is stalled. All right, in the past century, men were relegated to spare rooms, uh, basements, and garages. In that space. We invented the internet. You're welcome. Which, <laughs> which is save the day. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you put it. Women will fuck everything up, and yeah. men will save the day because that's what we do. I thought it was the Rockefellers that took all that took over all those institutions, but there you go. It's either the Rockefellers, the women, or the Jews. Maybe the Rockefellers took over and then put women in power as a tactic. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe women were just tools. Maybe. No. I, I don't think. Honestly, I, I haven't had many problems working underneath women, so I can't really relate to that. But I can see. But I'm not. I'm not that manly a man either. The lot, most jobs I've lost, I've lost because of a woman. Yeah. Because they don't belong in the workforce. At yeah. All. 
They, well, they, all, all they do is they, they start HR. They just find ways to make things less efficient. They fuck everything up, basically. I think that's statistically true, right? That actually just, H, HR is populated mostly with women. I, that's, I've well, certainly it is true because that. they want to turn the workplace into the home. They're like, yeah. let's make it safe and soft and caring. It's like, just stay home. <laughs> fuck. You know, like, fucking oath. Like, I would love to come home to a safe, caring, loving environment. Yeah. But when I'm at work, I just want to get it done and then go home. Like I've every job I've had, and I've had over a hundred jobs. I hated them all. Yeah. What are the, like? I think I think men were spending too much time at work, and women just were came in to say hello, and then. But that's why. Who's looking after the I, kids? I, the I government. Wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, mind a society where where the women take over, and then I don't have to work. I mean, that would be great. I, I, let them do all the shit work. I've never loved a job that I've ever had either. Yeah, but they can't. <laughs> well, who cares what they do? If they're turning up and filling the seats, that's all that needs to be done to Look, satisfy. There are things doing that need to be done, and men do them. Well, yeah. That's that. Every, right. every single fucking engineering, like there are tomboys. There yeah. are women who can do what men do. Right. Um, but overall, men do the work. Look, men build ha- men build houses, and women create homes. Yeah. Like. There is there's there's roles that both people play. Well, there are, but they're being completely obliterated. Those roles. No, well, they're now. coming back. I don't know about that. Maybe they are. You know, I I, I know I know not, not even all women are particularly happy with no, uh, you know they, everything being necessarily equal. Like they actually don't mind having roles. A, a lot of women in Australia at the moment are leading. Like there's a woman in uh, Queensland called Samantha Packer, and she's done some great. Great work. There's a woman in Victoria called Monica. She's doing Reignite Democracy Australia. Oh yeah, she's a, she's brilliant. She's got a husband and stuff like that. So like it is. It's just but the feminism was about divide. Like they just they want to divide and conquer. They want to well, turn women against men and men against women. And they've done a good job with me. Feminism was establishment sponsored. To get yeah. women into the workforce after yeah. the war. To tax the other 50% of the population. Yeah, to get them on the, in, into the tax bracket. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's even – is that controversial? I don't think it's even controversial, that that idea, is it? It's kind of pretty easy to find out. Like it's Wikipedia-level knowledge if you can is that, <laughs> refer to it that way. Is that a diss? <laughs> no, it's just like if it's on Wikipedia, it's unreliable. But if it's on Wikipedia, it's well accepted, right? Well, apparently Wikipedia is being bought out. Is it? And that's become left-wing propaganda as well. Well, it'll get worse if they get bought out too, yeah. Well, it's not even left-wing versus right-wing. It's just evil versus good. Like evil people don't have a political stance. They don't have a country or agenda. Evil evil women are not women. Evil men, like Daniel Andrews, is not a man. Well, let's talk about evil because that's something that, I mean, I don't really subscribe to it and I spend a lot of my time trying to think of ways to justify evil acts in order to not have to believe in pure evil. But we need to define it first, which we didn't do while we were talking before. So maybe we're talking about different things. When I say evil, I mean someone who knows that they're doing something that's damaging other people and that is bad and they do it anyway. And not just that, it's more. It's also they enjoy doing bad things more than they enjoy doing good things as well. So it's more of a malevolence to it. You know what I mean? Evil, evil people have abandoned their humanity. Right. They don't think, they don't feel, they don't care. For a good, but you're talking about psychopaths, right? No, I'm a psychopath. I'm a psychopath. A psychopath is. I'm some, a much better psychopath than you. <laughs> no, 
No, it's all right. It's not a competition. Well, you know, well, well, let's fucking, we'll call it deuce. (laughs) Okay. All right. Fucking uh, a psychopath is somebody who, who would rather die than lose. Right. I'll tell you a story about a psychopath, all right? Yeah. The police, who are a bunch of corrupt faggots, uh, they take this guy, they want to frame him. He's a psychopath. He says to him, they take him into the interview room, they say, um, he says, I want a glass of water. Mm-hmm. They won't give him one. So he takes uh, like a plastic knife um, that you get at a food court or a KFC or something, and he cuts his little finger off with it. Right. Now, to most people, they think that makes him insane, but it doesn't. What he's doing is saying... This is what I'm willing to do to myself yeah. over a glass of water. Imagine what I'm prepared to do to you if you try and fuck with me. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's actually genius. Yeah. And Australia is the only culture or country in the world that celebrates psychopaths. Ned Kelly was a psychopath. Chopper Reed was a psychopath. The Jolly Swag Man was a psychopath. Right. They would rather die than give in to people like Daniel Andrews and the Victorian police force. And I'm the same. I would rather die than let evil people dictate to everyone how they can live their lives. I kind of would too, but I don't know if that, maybe it is, maybe it is psychopathic if you put yourself in harm. I think more psychopathic is more the lack of empathy, but you do no, care that's, about that's yourself. A, that's you can, a sociopath. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think psychopaths have that too, though, right? Like a psychopath is No, I think it's extreme empathy. I think a a psychopath is just somebody that once they've decided to do something, like a pit bull with lockjaw, they just can't stop. Once they've decided, I want to kill Mm. this person, they're going, like, either you kill them or they are gone, like, it's like, like a fucking those frogs that can't stop eating something once they've started eating it. It's yeah. like a psychopath is like they can't you can't give them money. Like, oh, we'll give you money and you'll stop. Like the Joker, like I I really loved Heath Ledger's Heath Ledger's mm. Joker is a psychopath. There's nothing you can do. Once he's decided you're evil and mm. you've got to go, you can give him money, you can try and intimidate him. There's nothing you can do to stop the reckoning. A psychopath is like out of the Bible. Behold the pale horse, the man who sat upon him was death, and hell followed with him. That's a psychopath. And evil people torture good people and make psychopaths. They bring about, they sow the seeds of their own destruction. But so what about um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, though? Is is that a psychopath in the same? Jack Nicholson and, and Yaquin Phoenix were great Jokers, but Heath Ledger was grouse. Oh, he's by far the best. He's five stars, they're four but is, stars. Is because it was a more sympathetic betrayal, uh, portrayal, was would you still consider that character a psychopath in the same way as, yeah, that's, as Heath Ledger? I think that's I think that's the making of the psychopath. The Joker with Yaquin Phoenix is like because I honestly believe Thomas Wayne is the evil person and that Batman and the Joker are brothers. But psych like evil people will treat one child like shit mm. and another child like God. Because they want to have their children hate one. Like this is this is what evil people do. They breed hate. And that's what femini- feminism was. Treat women like gold and mm. treat men like shit. And it's not because they love women. 
It's because they want to see men and women tear each other but, apart. But to some extent, chivalry <laughs> was that as well, right? Like Chival- it was open the door for a woman. Chivalry and was about treating horses like women, not women. <laughs> it was. Okay. Sh- chivalry, if you go on the online and research it, uh, like in the days of the Crusades, yeah. knights needed their horse to go to Jerusalem. Right. So the difference between you being a successful knight and a failure was your horse. If your horse didn't make it there and back, yeah. you were fucked. So they that's when they started putting blankets on horses, combing their hair, feeding them carrots. So the word chivalry originally was means a, about horses. It was a knight's conduct, which is about fucking treating a horse like a woman, not a woman like a god. Okay, interesting. You know? But it still is. Like opening a door for someone is... No, the, men have Putting never, yourself below them, isn't it? I mean... No, I mean, that's politeness. Politeness came about. It's nice, but it's a choice. Do you know how manners and politeness came about? Because being a cunt doesn't work very well. No, in the days of duels. Okay. In the days where if you didn't like somebody, you could say, grab a gun, we're going outside. Yeah. All right? And then everybody starts going, after you. (laughs) It's amazing when someone thinks they're about to get a bullet in their fucking head, suddenly their manners just. Is it it like Homer with the white glove? (laughs) <laughs> you don't know the Simpsons. He's, he gets this white glove. He just he keeps challenging people to duels and slapping them across the face with the glove. It's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, but uh, he doesn't actually have a gun. So yeah, it's it's, it's kind of silly. But yeah, like I don't know. I mean, I think I think um, you know the fact that feminism was was started as a sort of a um, establishment sponsored thing is all, all, it, it, all. it means we're all kind of duped together but when you try to talk to a woman about it it's a little bit more difficult because they think they believe in it but I don't think they really believe in what it's become or, or what it's leading to well necessarily. I, I think men got sucked into feminism as much oh for sure like because I because here's the thing evil people create horrible shit and then they blame say white men for yeah. it and like I, I believed, I was like, oh well, you know, men kind of have been in charge for the whole history of mankind. Mm. Maybe they are responsible for it being shit. Mm. And maybe if women were in charge, everything would be grass. But it's that's not. But then you go, you, you, you know, you go around. You you ask every man that you know, do you love war? And most guys are like, yeah, not a fan of war, not not really. So this idea that masculinity is causing all of these things around the world is not really, it doesn't really hold water because the people that you know don't really believe in them, right? Do you yeah. believe in any of the wars that, that are going on around the world? I mean, uh, uh, I suppose you could you could talk about, you know, a p- potential future war with China or whatever, like there's trade wars going on, there's sanctions. You know, uh, are they, are, do you think some of them are necessary? Do you think we need to do these things to preserve our way I, of life? I don't mind violence as long as it's consensual. <laughs> okay. Same with sex. Yeah. I don't well, mind. Who war f- is technically consensual violence, I suppose. Because no, I think it's. If it's I, done th- properly. I, think it's I think it's manufactured. I think it's. Um, honestly, what I think is that nature is a tyranny, and humanity is trying to transcend it, and there are people amongst us who are trying to destroy everything. Wow, that's a fascinating way to look at it. It's taken me twenty five years to figure that out. That's the ultimate truth. Nat- like people who are like Mother Nature, that's a paradox. Yeah. Nature's not your fucking mum. Go live in it. Take your clothes off, go out into the fucking bush and see how long you last. You will be fucking dead 
nature is a perfect weapon against humanity. It doesn't want you to live. Yeah. Trees are not nice. Animals are not <laughs> fucking nice. Anim- like, Trees can be nice. Come on. They're not, they don't offer any fucking shade. Yeah. All right. They don't offer any fucking um, uh, shelter. Yeah. Have you ever tried to stand under a fucking tree? I know tree it doesn't it's work. It's yeah, shit. It doesn't work. And if you try and like lie underneath it, like there's always those gaps. And then it'll drop an apple on your nuts or something and you'll it be like, fuck you. Trees tree. don't That's... look after their own kids. No. They don't. No. Humans do. Yeah. Humanity is more beautiful than nature. I think of things in almost the same way, but I think of nature as the unbreakable law. Look, I think and nature- our, our our attempt to live outside of the rules of nature is our folly. So no, I think it's our um, glory. It, it can be to an extent. Do you know what the law of nature is? Uh, basically, just balance. Kill or be killed. Yeah, but balance, right? It, it kills That's off the fucking weak. Horror. A fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah, I think nature uh, is a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Na- nature on a good day is indifferent. On a bad day, it's cruel. Yeah, that's right. I went last time I went to the Grampians. I watched this butterfly that was happy for a day and then uh, you know gave up and lied on the ground and was attacked to death by a fucking ant. You know what I did? I flicked that fucking ant. <laughs> you can wait till. And that- then a bird got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Nature will still. Let win. me tell you something. Like when we think of God. Humanity has got like we care. Yeah. People like even dogs, like like is what I know they're tacky, I guess, but like you watch some of the shit that human beings do on Facebook, like where a dog is like trapped in a fucking well. And so like I nearly got hit by a bus the other day because my fucking dog just like I thought he was gonna sit there. Yeah. But for some fucking reason he just walked across Glingala Road and I just panicked and I just fucking ran out and grabbed him. Mm. I nearly got hit by a fucking bus. That's humanity. Like that's sure. That's true. That's that's real humanity. Well, and that's, that's love. That's attachment. But you yeah. can't feel attachment to someone you've never met. So the idea you're going to call me a sociopath again. But the idea that we can care about faceless people dying somewhere overseas, we can say that we do. We can say that we're against it, but we can't feel it. We can't actually feel the loss of those people dying. And it's part of the problem with the world because I think more people would be activists if we could feel it like it was a loved one that, that it was dying. I don't think but we don't feel it that way. Oh. We look at it as a number and go, uh, that number is bad, but we, we can't really feel it. I, I can't feel it anyway. I don't, you know. I've got the percentages. You need to donate 50% to yourself, Yeah. 25% to your family, 15% to your community, what donate what your time? Like your energy. Okay. Your uh, mojo. <laughs> <laughs> and five uh, percent to your country, or four percent to your country. And oh, then f- fuck the country. I, no, I, nah. Don't you talk shit about Australia, cunt? I'm not going to talk shit about Australia, but if you can't speak English, you shouldn't fucking be here. I I like to view humanity as a whole and just forget about the borders. I'm not that interested. H O L E or W H O L E? Yeah, with the W, we'll go with that one. Right. But yeah, I, I, honestly, it's it's too difficult for me to to try and make out like just because I live in Australia, it's any different for anyone else. I think all humans essentially want the same things. 
and are capable of the same amount of love and innovation. I, but I think like un- until you take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. No, absolutely. You've got to be look Which is a hard like that is a very harsh thing to admit. No, I, I because think everybody true, everybody wants to die like Jesus on the cross, but sometimes that's not the appropriate like you know, like five men on average every day kill themselves for the past hundred years in Australia. No one gave a fuck. No. All right. There's a time to fucking there's a time to fucking get killed and then there's a time to what's the difference homicide suicide some cunts dead yeah there's a time to let oh, some virus i mean you know the, the the death count of the virus is this thing that we're, we're supposed to you know it has to be zero has the to only be zero. the only virus and only pandemic is evil evil fear and control well that's let's talk what about that because i get the impression do you believe there is no virus there's probably a flu yeah, right. Same as ha- they invented HIV. They yeah. create. How come these viruses have a fucking patent on them? You can't. Yeah. You can't patent something from nature. You have to invent it to create. Uh, SARS has a patent. HIV has a patent. COVID yeah. has a patent. Have you heard the theory that the um, the reason they want to give us the vaccine is so that we're genetically modified and we can be patented because we're now genetically modified so we're like monsanto seeds all of a sudden if we... I, I wouldn't worry about this because evil people don't respect any kind of contract no like oh i don't know about that they, they seem to really like contracts well that look they hold us to them that's there, for sure. there's a law of if they kill one of us we'll kill one of them that's why they don't want to like kill us they want us to kill each other that's yeah. their weapon the biggest weapon evil people have is turning people against each other Definitely. That's what, that's what I, I was on Facebook today. They're fucking recruiting ADF cunts. Yeah, I what's, know. I'm, I'm just waiting. You can always pay half the poor to kill the other half. Who said that? Yeah, I don't know. Hitler. Hitler was a good <laughs> man. Hitler was fighting for our freedom. Do we still have the state of, uh, is it emergency or disaster at the moment? Oh, fuck Do we still that. have that? They extended Daniel- it though, right? The only state of emergency is Daniel Andrews and the corrupt fucking Victorian government and the corrupt Victorian police force. But they, but they are. The, but they, while that's while I, that's on, irony is the weapon of the wicked. That may be the case, but while that's on, technically speaking, police can just walk walk into any house. Right? Yeah, walk into my fucking house. See yeah. what happens. It's a terrifying idea, though. For them, it is. Fucking walk into my house, can't see what happens. Well, I don't think they're going to – well, I hope they're not going to do it. Victoria Police are shitting their pants now because nobody respects them. People are walking around without masks. They're ignoring lockdowns. Yeah. Victoria Police, there's nothing more dangerous than a coward except a gang of cowards, and Victoria Police are the biggest gang of cowards on the fucking planet because every action has an equal and opposite reaction because Melbourne is one of the fucking hardest places on the planet, we've got these, and it's good. I, I'm glad Victoria Police exists because I want to be able to easily recognize the biggest bunch of fucking faggots on the fucking planet. And everybody in Victoria Police would be better off in prison right now because what's going to happen to Victoria Police in this country is the Victorian people are going to bleed them. Mm. They're going to, have you ever seen, have you ever read Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky? No, I don't. Reversed, I'm not much of a reader. It's about playing. <laughs> it's about playing mind games with people. Okay. So you don't. You don't. You just. You just intimate that. You know. So like, say, say someone walks past, like a, a cop walks past you, like faggot, and he's like, "What?" And it's like nothing, man. I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, what What people in Victoria are going to do to Victoria Police is cruel. They're going to play games with them, cat and mouse. They're going to be like, "Oh yeah, I think I saw him go that way." 
oh, fucking this and that. They're just going to torture them to death and they fucking deserve it. But are you sure? Like there's good police and bad police, No, they're all bad. If you were a good police officer in 2020, you would have fucking quit. Well, let's say there's neutral police and there's bad police. Fuck them all. But either way, are you sure that's not the trap of turning us against each other? Like the police should be on our side. They are, of, they, of the picket line. They are guilty of treason. Now, I read on Facebook today the the, the punishment for treason is death, all right? And it's in ne- Australia. Yeah, according to the Constitution. Mm. And the only way you can change the Constitution is by a referendum. There's never been a referendum in this country held that said that we should change the punishment for treason okay. from death to something else. So they're like I don't think police officers should be killed. I think Daniel Andrews should be just to put him out of his fucking misery. Yeah. But I think they should be locked up for 20 years. Well, he's going to have issues of lumbar support for the rest of his life, so you know what I mean? Are we going back to comedy? <laughs> <laughs> What's next for you? Because the thing that concerned me the most when I saw your um, change of tone on Facebook was that maybe you would, you'd you given up on the comedy, but you haven't, right? No, I, I want to I build back better. You're building back better. So. I want, look, I want to create 100 comedians in Melbourne who just work together like like an orchestra or some shit. Yeah. Because for the past 20 years we've been programmed to work against one another and it's worked quite well and I blame Dave Hughes. He's a dog and he's a piece of shit. There's another yeah. fucking podcast. There's a whole but, podcast in yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I just – and I'm starting to see green shoots. Like, And I don't want to get too far ahead but I'm starting to see – there are comedians around Melbourne who are starting to show signs of actually doing comedy. Yeah. Because for the past 20 years it's been toxic. We've been a part of it. Like I, I don't blame people of Melbourne for hating Melbourne comedy and comedians. But we did our – I didn't even know Melbourne comedy existed to be go. honest. Well, you're probably one of the yeah. lucky ones. I am the leader of Melbourne comedy but I'm trying to do, go something more multicultural. Yeah. So uh, do you know what the German for our leader is? Kaiser? Führer. Führer, yeah. So like when too. people say to me, say, you know, just refer to me as your Führer. My, yeah, right. Mine Führer, all right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and I'm writing a book at the moment about my struggle. Okay. Do you know what the uh, German for my struggle is? Uh, I feel like I'm g- going to kick myself when you tell me. Mein Kampf. <laughs> is that right? I am writing a book. Uh, is that what it means? Yep, yep. Wow, and, uh, and after 2020 in Victoria, we were victorious and I want to hail victory. So when you see me, I want you to say hail victory. Do you know the German for hail victory? Probably hail Führer <laughs> or something. Sieg Heil. So <laughs> right. like just put your hand in the air, just say hi, you know, just Sieg Heil. So what I'm willing to help you out with is uh, marketing because I think you're going to need. Market this to yeah. the Jews. <laughs> I think you're going to need some help with the marketing. Right? I'm not sure if the. The New York Times would be interested in running Wouldn't some that be cool though if you could get the whole audience to come in? And as as like the start of the show, you get them all to do the Zikal. Yeah, why not? Just hail victory. Yeah, Zikal. Just reclaim it. It doesn't need to be yeah, about you. You want to refer to me as your Führer? Yeah. Mine Führer. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. Read it's my fun. book, Mine Camp. Yeah, it's about my struggle. <laughs> I'm gonna say one last thing. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled <laughs> was convincing the world. What What did he convince the world of? It didn't exist. Oh my god, that's so profound. <laughs> Do you want to end it there? Yeah, end it on Netflix.